Every Sunday, or at least once a month for efficient Presbyterians, church growers across the world celebrate communion. There are many ways to do this, sometimes with flags waving, sometimes somber, and sometimes joyful. And in my experience, almost always with a moody minor key progression performed by a hazy-eyed hipster. (laughs) Today, we are going to chat through the quirks of communion, not the theology of it, but rather the funny adventure of trying to make something profound out of the simple act of snacking together. (laughs) Our intent is not to undermine a sacred experience, but to find the unavoidable silliness of trying to pull off a somber ritual with real people in real time. You are listening to Stale Wafers on the Mass Exodus Podcast. I also find it hilarious, and I didn't think about this before, that the topic of snacks is being led by the person who literally has a snack in his hand every episode. Yeah. Have you guys ever just tried to eat communion wafers and food because you're hungry? No. First of all, I've never uh, had them. Yes. I'm a big yes, because I always had backstage pass to the church Sunday services. So I definitely watched by and grab some extra bread. Yeah. Because there's always leftovers, right? There's always some left. And so like, I'm going to eat that. You don't want them to get stale. You don't want them to get stale. Mm. Pun intended. (laughs) I remember, man, Stefan, the church you and I went to, um, I remember that one Sunday, the pastor was like, here, like they had a whole extra loaf and he was like, here, you can just take this home. Wait, I'm confused. Are they wafers? Cause I always think of them as like the Necco candy, vanilla, vanilla Neckos. That's a great point. Like what are the different? So we're talking about the, the elements of communion and just the silliness of like this whole process, just as like, you know, minus the theology, like this process is funny, right? We're basically having a snack together and making something really big out of it. <laughs> Do we even call it a snack? It's a nibble. It's a nibble, right? It's a nibble. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you know so, what else it makes me think of? Do yeah. you remember that that game you would play when you were younger where you would put as many saltines in your mouth as possible and try not to choke? And then what you wash it down with. So then let's talk about the wine part. Yeah. Is it wine? Not where I went. See, that's no fun then. Yeah. The adult in me says that's not even fun. Wait, so you didn't have any communion at your... No, 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 God, no. As I'm shaking my head, just like, no, who does that? <laughs> so th- there was no communion. That wasn't a thing for you. No, guys. I don't even know what the point of communion is. Is it like, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Jesus, please let me drink what? the blood yeah. of your body? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Rob, as our pastoral degree, <laughs> would you like to enlighten us oh, on the, dude. <laughs> on the, the meaning behind communion, sure. please? So in three AD, uh, no, uh, you know, this is how, this is how I know it. And, and I have said this before, I think on previous episodes or episodes that are going to be released sometime in the near future. Yes. I have a Bible degree. I spent my entire life in the church. I led from up front. I have to admit that I don't know what so much stuff means. Like (laughs) I'm not good at referencing scripture. I was so feelings based. I did everything. I'm just an artist feeler. And so like when we talk about theology or like, what do these elements mean and all that? 
the dumb version, which would be my version, would be the cracker wafer represents mm-hmm. um, the body of Christ. The uh, that's Jesus for those out there who don't know. Uh, the juice <laughs> represents his blood, and it was him giving his sacrifice of himself to others so they may have eternal life or life or something right. like that. Right. I don't know. Am I close? I love the confused look from Re. Lot when I think of it logically, and I'm a person who does not come from that faith. That l- makes Re. No it's sense very to me. easy. That's the cracker so is Jesus's <laughs> thigh. Is, but yeah. why do I need to eat and drink it to ask for forgiveness? Because if I eat and drink that, it's going to make me perfect in God's eyes. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, I feel like I need a glass of wine just to try and better understand this conversation. Oh, yeah, no, there. So, I mean, it's it's really rooted in Judaism, and there was uh, the Passover meal, and I think wine and uh, and unleavened bread were an element of that. And I'm forgetting the roots, but it, but they already had their own meal that was representative of some aspect of their relationship with God, and then Jesus took the bread and wine. He broke the bread. He drank the wine, said, do this in remembrance of me. So the idea is to remember what Jesus was about to do or was doing at that time. And then people afterward continued that Passover meal, basically saying, instead of being the good Jews that we were before Jesus, we see Jesus as a continuation of that promise. And we are going to now take the Passover meal, bread and wine, and eat it in a way that is reminding us of Jesus's sacrifice, which completes the covenant. All right. So it's in remembrance. Can I also just point out another observation? Yeah. It has been dumbed down to where it's not even bread and wine. It's stale wafers and juice. Yeah. That's, isn't that freaking <laughs> offensive? Listen, a little I bit. can't speak yeah. to that. That is because yeah. of the budget of a church. <laughs> the church budget. They can't afford yeah. to go home and make bread. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have the 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 wafers that were that looked like um like rice paper yes. with a little plus in the middle yes that's what i think of that's yes. exactly what i yeah. think of and isn't it like isn't in catholicism the priest mm-hmm. comes and he sets it like you have to stick your tongue out yeah, yeah i think I and he tongue. sets it on your tongue and then it yeah. like it's so it dissolve, paper it dissolves, it dissolves. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was reading i went online and like was like reading <laughs> i think i watched too many stories. movies I was like reading horror stories about like just funny moments in Catholic communions where like people spilled stuff or dropped stuff or like there there was like just really awkward moments. Like it's hard to have a moment with another human being where you're sticking out your tongue and having them play something <laughs> on it really delicately. And you're like, thank you, please. I really appreciate that. <laughs> and then like, thanks for the body of Christ. <laughs> yes. And I always think of two in the movies where, you know, there's some little old lady in the back who's getting drunk off the wine or the teenagers are getting drunk off the wine. And that just doesn't happen in real life because it's juice. They don't give you enough, which disappointing, (laughs) which brings me to my question for the topic. So in many of these churches, they serve the communion in a thimble size cup. And on a tray of like 40 of them, and they're very close together and very like, it's just a lot of detail in that shape. And somehow they fill those little cups up before the service. And the only people at the church I grew up that I know of that would have been around before the service to do that were older. 
I'm not sure what their coordination was like at this point. And I'm a little baffled by their ability. Yeah, exactly. He's making a shaking <laughs> hand gesture. I didn't want to say it out loud. Um, but I, the question is, what creative way do you think that they are filling up those thimble-sized cups of juice before the service? Don't answer it. Think about it. What is some creative way that that might be happening downstairs out of prying eyes? We'll come back to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I have a comment though, because okay. I'm picturing Rob, us yeah. knowing Rob yeah. as Rob. Yeah. And I'm picturing somebody. What does that mean? Pre- you'll, you'll see what I mean. Okay. I picture somebody presenting Rob with that tray of these tiny little thimbles. Yeah. I feel like Rob would be the one to try and take like the thimble from the very center where it's surrounded and then everything else falls and everything is spilled everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Rob, what was your, what was your strategy for grabbing <laughs> the elements of communion? Did you have any thought process as you grabbed them? First of all, this will be Rhiannon's last episode that she's going <laughs> on. Everybody say goodbye to Rhiannon. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Stefan. What was your question? Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you have any strategy as you were grabbing the elements of communion? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing you're talking about the tray with the little holes that all the little thimbles were in, right? That that's the one you're talking about because there's been different ones. Um, that one, I mean, I, I don't know. I I haven't thought too hard about it, but you know, I, I guess I would probably pick uh, I never really liked the juice, so I picked the one that had the lowest amount in yep. it. Yep. I'm sure that's that a that strategy. Was that's one of exactly the what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I poured juice. Oh, but were... that's jumping to to the end. So oh my God, you actually know what happened. I do. Behind know what those closed doors. Okay. But I will say that I mean, what's if you want to get funny about it, let's talk about when they have the cup <laughs> yeah. full of it and you dip in. Yeah. Can we talk about that really quick or you want to stay yeah. on the way? No, I just want to, I the... just, I just want to know your strategy and <laughs> like in the actual action of receiving it. Like, what are you thinking in that moment? That isn't about, isn't about the theology. Here's, I just got to say this. I, every time I grabbed the cup and the wafer, I had sleepily rolled out of bed, gone to church <laughs> and not de- like not gotten enough breakfast because I'm, <laughs> I'm not a morning person. And yeah. so every time I would have like, an internal guilty complex as I'm like, okay, I can't take the largest wafer. That's greedy, but I will take the second to largest wafer. And so I would take the second to largest wafer every time um, yeah. because they were, it was broken. It was ripped up. It was broken stuff. And then when the sure. cups were around, I would see a cup on the far side of the tray. That was the fullest. But I was like, if I reach all the way across the tray, they're going to know I'm just going for the fullest one. And I don't want them to know that. And so I would, I would kind of cut myself about halfway across and get the fullest one that was on my side of the tray. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much thought that goes into this that you would never even so, think of. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is um I do remember the thimbles and the crack the little wafer crackers, but I remember all of the floaties in the cup from <laughs> yes. the people who dipped their bread and yeah. the bread broke off. And then it's just like, it's like little swimmers in there yep. around the, the uh, grape juice or whatever it was. And yeah. you'd like dip in before one passed by. Like it was like on its way you dip. So you didn't get somebody's, you know, leftovers. Yeah. And then, and then do that. But I would always get more bread just because I'd love 
you know, I love bread and especially if it's freshly baked. Yeah. And so I would, I would go for a bigger piece. And here's the thing you talk about what we're thinking of. I know I would make it look like I was into, you know, the community or whatever. I don't think I would rarely ever sit there and think I'm doing this in remembrance of Christ. I was just like, what's this going to taste like? So it was more of that. So, yeah. Okay. I had to Google because I, I did not know um, what a communion set looks like a serving tray. I didn't realize they had all little slots. I was yeah, thinking it yeah. was like you had to balance it. Oh. And what if somebody bumped you and they all fell over? Like, yeah. this is what I thought in my mind. So I just Googled it. And now I yeah. realize what you're talking about. Yeah. And then in my Google search, you can actually get a living grace celebration cup, juice and wafer set. Oh, And they come in like little medicine, you know, the little medicine measures that you get with like Pepto-Bismol or NyQuil. Yeah. It looks like that kind of cup. And it's sealed over. So literally you peel it back and just shoot it. It makes oh, me pre- think of a jello pre- shot. It's prepackaged. <laughs> yeah, it's prepackaged. And then my thought process is, and I was thinking about this when you guys were talking about what yeah. kind of juice is used. Obviously, it's not Welch's. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. It, it was Welch's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's expensive. You can get wine cheaper. Some wine's cheaper than Welch's these days. Oh, that, I mean, mm. yeah, you're making a good point. I don't think actually... I, I guess my point is it was it was a normal brand you would find, but the idea that it was the nicer of the juices, you're totally <laughs> it was right. Generic it was yeah, it was like it wasn't even Costco brand. It was like um, you know, Kroger Sodexo uh <laughs> brands purple drink. Like <laughs> And I'm sure it was served warm. Uh oh. yeah, it was. Oh, yours was? Yours was cold? Yours, yours was, was cold? Well, I know it was cold because I'd go down to the refrigerator where they are and they all had expiration dates on them. And you mm. know that they were using them the next day uh, or the next so it, Sunday. Wait, so this goes back to when our question then, when we think about how people are pouring those thimbles, Yeah. how long has that juice been setting out? Because if Stefan, if yours was room temperature and Rob was cold, ooh. E, yeah no they i mean they prepped them a good hour before the service and there's a lot of surface area you know i mean there's a lot of air contact happening with these things <laughs> yeah you know? not sanitized not at sanitized all at all when, when i was a kid i had this really sweet pastor but he would like he'd like be there reading the scripture and like picking his nose but he was going to be the one that was going to break for- off no. the bread. No. And you would watch it. You'd be like, go. No. Here's another question. What happens if you don't want to take communion that day? You're just like not in the mood or like you're spiritually not in the mood. No. What happens if you watch your pastor pick his nose and then break the bread and you're like, no, thank you. No, nose. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a pass today. <laughs> like, well, it depends well, on how they dismissed you, right? I don't know. They would do it by row sometimes. Right. Yeah. Oh, you had to go up and do this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pressure. Oh, no, I don't want Oh, no, watching. that's a great point, Ree. That's such a good point. Because sometimes, like, with the whole, like, guilt thing, they would be like, try to, like, there was a whole thing about getting your your heart right before coming up to take communion. And there right. were times where I had, like, the, the religious shame just bearing down on me. I was like, I can't take communion this week. And I'm like, but everyone's <laughs> going to see me not go up there. And see? I, and I, I'm sure I took communion a few times feeling horrible yeah. and just, just so people would see me take it. Yep. That's messed up. <laughs> That's so messed up. Yep. 
do you just walk up or because I feel like in the movies people get down? No, on they their carry knees. you up. <laughs> I don't litter. know. <laughs> Dancing on a litter. <laughs> but no, do you like walk up and kneel? Because isn't that part in of some it? churches, not ours some churches? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm so, I mean it, so it changes. Confusing. There's no universal way that's done. And that's what's so interesting about communion, right? Is like every different church, every denomination probably does it differently. Yeah. And so they might bring you up by rows. They might say, anytime you want to come up, you can come up. Uh, they can, the, a lot of, I think the churches that are a little bit more self-aware would say, if you don't want to come up, you don't have to come up. Like right. it was also that as well. Right. And then you could go into, well, Catholics. I think they use real wine. Right. I, I want to go to a Catholic communion. Um, I have a sulfite <laughs> allergy. That would be a tough one for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, so so it all changed. The point being is it wasn't about the elements. It wasn't supposed to be about the elements. Of course, we're joking about it because we're like, that is ludicrous. As Stefan said at the very beginning, it's absolutely ludicrous that we're trying to like make something out of like to, you know, store-bought things. Yeah, uh, grocery outlet. <laughs> gr- grocery outlet, yeah, purchases. But um, but I think that that's, that's more more what it was, but. Anywho, yeah, yeah, tangent. Um, that actually brings me to my two truths and a lie. So okay. uh, the the sulfites. <clears throat> so here we go, guys. <laughs> uh, two truths and a lie. This is the part of our stale wafers episode where we play this game. So number one, the official stance of the Catholic Church is that the bread doesn't count if it's gluten free. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Number two. Ocean Spray makes a special communion brand grape juice blessed by a priest. (laughs) Number three, much like a Tide Pod, you could buy pillow packs, which include both wine and juice in a mechanical dispenser. (laughs) Are you incredible at this game at parties? Like that's, those are three. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Are you leaning somewhere, Rhiannon? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I know my answer. First of all, I know three is a truth because I just looked it up and saw the combo pack that you can buy online. <laughs> okay. It's out of control and ludicrous, ludicrous in my mind to think that a gluten-free bread does not count. Think of all the people who are taking communion and then their tummies <laughs> upset afterwards because they're gluten intolerant. Yeah. Um, and I can't imagine Ocean Spray as a brand spending that kind of money to have one particular line that is blessed by a priest. So I'm going to say number two is a lie. <laughs> now, what if it's like one priest that just There's shows no up ifs. at... Just shows up at the like the plant on a Thursday once a year, and like they've got it all in big barrels, and he just blesses like you know two million gallons in one one fell cross, one fell swoop, one fell. You have not convinced me. Oh, that just reminded me. I went on a field trip. I I lived in many different places growing up, so I don't remember what place. Rob doesn't respect names. No, no, no. It has to kind of. I also feel like Rob's been on a lot of field trips in his life. It's gonna, it's gonna inform my decision because I, uh, I went on a field trip in one of the states I lived, and we went to an ocean spray factory. Oh, okay. I did not see a priest there. Well, but it could have been an off day. Yeah, I mean, he only does it once a week. You said it's actually it's a it's Episcopal, so she might be there too. (laughs) Okay, Um, (laughs) Rhiannon. 
I I didn't know until you said that third one that that was true. So I'm going to just say, since you saw that online, okay, that's a truth. I actually think the, I think the gluten free thing is true, which would make number two, the false. Is that what you said was false? Yeah. The ocean spray thing. I said that was false. I don't know how. I mean, Stefan is creative. That's a pretty creative lie to come up with. Uh, I'm going to go. Okay. I'll just go. It would be better if the two of us didn't hit the same. So I'm going to say number one is a lie and the other two are truths. She says number two is a lie and one and three are truths. And the correct answer is that the lie is the ocean spray blessed by a priest. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So I should also yeah. say right now, there's some Catholics out there probably that are like, what? That can't be true. This is according to Wikipedia, which is referencing some official position. And Wikipedia is always true. And it's always it's gospel. true. Yeah, it's gospel. Exactly. <laughs> there's one thing I know. It's trust Wikipedia. Um, so I'm sorry if that's inaccurate or old or uh yeah, please correct me if that's not true. If it is true, maybe something to look at for our celiac friends. <laughs> it's kind of hard on them. They, apparently, apparently, you're allowed. So it's like, oh God, what's the word? It's not wheatful. I was like, the word was ridiculous. It was like, you're, the bread needs to be wheatful. That can't be right though. It was wheaten, wheat something, wheat something or other. And it's like, it didn't count if it was 100% gluten-free. Uh, but you are allowed to have a tiny infinitesimally fractional small amount of gluten in there to make it count that most celiacs won't have too hard a time with or something. <laughs> I just like, that's really intense though. Um, yeah. Just look at where we came in this conversation. Yeah. Also, for those of you that are interested, if you need a celebration cup wafer and juice set, it's a hundred to a box and it's $26.99. That's so cheap. But here's the thing that got me on your two truths and a lot, because I started yeah. to question myself when you said it was dispensed from a mechanical whatever. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Right, 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 right. Is right. that like, is that like when you go up and you want a Snickers bar out of a, oh my gosh, what are those big things that hold candy a vending, in a them? Vending, a vending machine. A vending machine. Yeah. Is it like a vending machine for communion? So I don't, I don't know what it looks like, but it was under the heading of like strategies to make communion more sanitary. And the idea was that like you would have this packet that takes care of all of it at once and it comes out of a vending. So there's no like human contact involved. That mm. just yeah. negates the whole mm. tradition. Of, of like having like a normal meal with one another. <laughs> or just the tradition of going through, like it's all about that, that to me, it's so steeped in tradition. Like, right. Yeah. And like for Catholics, like we said, the priest is going to put that wafer on your tongue. That's yeah. not sanitary at all. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. So hilarious. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, to take us out of here, I think we should share what we think is happening behind closed doors to get those, uh, to get those little cups filled. How's that actually happening? And uh, let's start with Rob because he, I think he knows what's happening, but. There, there's not one way, by the oh. way. So I'm not saying uh, if we're, I can tell you how I've done it when it comes to the tray with the little thimbles. Yes. Um, you, so you put it on the ground and you jump, you step onto a ladder. Yep. And then you, 
just pour like <laughs> i mean you don't even start like tip you full on pour on the whole and thing. it falls in yeah because it's blessed by the lord that's correct that would also explain yeah. why some thimbles are fuller than others right yeah uh no it it's just uh it's just small you know tiny, tiny pores it's literally that much it's just muscle control it really is totally. just muscle control. wow okay totally huh i had a different that's not what i expected to hear what do you think well i want to hear Ree's answer first so i'm coming from the medical background and yeah. i'm thinking like the most <laughs> efficient way to do this is going to yeah. get like one of those big 60 milliliter syringes uh, and yeah. you fill that syringe and you just yeah. Hmm. you shoot yeah. it makes me think of like when you're on like a micro pipette yeah but it's a it's a larger pipette because you oh. want to get them a, all a macro pipette yeah okay. 60 <laughs> milliliters that's like the biggest syringe i remember and you just fill that sucker up and yeah and you gotta make the noise too okay. that's the blessing process that's what makes it work <laughs> yes turns it into the real blood transubstantiation that's what i see in my mind behind the curtain <laughs> How about how about you, Steph? What it? Oh, nothing that created. I just was like, that's got to be a turkey baster. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Which like really kind of like so. ugh, makes me uncomfortable with this idea of just like the, you know, kind of. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Noise. There's some stuff that goes behind the scenes in churches that I, I don't. I think some people would probably rather leave to their imagination. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> you've been listening to stale wafers on the mass exodus podcast <laughs>